Well, today, of course, is the Feast of St. Matthias, and I thought for my homily I'd just launch off of our collect, the opening prayer, which goes, O God, who assigned St. Matthias a place in the College of Apostles, grant us through his intercession that rejoicing at how your love has been allotted to us. So just like St. Matthias' lot was amongst the twelve, so also our lot is within the fold of God's love. We may merit to be numbered among the elect, so that we, just like Matthias was numbered amongst the twelve, we would be numbered amongst all of those who are uh, elect, meaning those who go to heaven, those who are saved, God's chosen people. And uh, it is a wonderful, wonderful thing to reflect on how we are part of God's chosen people and how awesome God's chosen people are. If we think about what we're seeing here, I mean, just imagine if I can kind of, let's kind of go there in our imaginations, if we will. Uh, Of course, unfortunately, many of the apostles, not all of them, John did not, but many of the apostles were very badly frightened at the events surrounding the Passion, and they had abandoned the Lord, and Peter went so far as to publicly deny that he was his disciple. Of course, it's a terrible sin. Uh, but uh, they were very much, after the resurrection, uh, chastened, corrected, deeply repentant, and humbled. And humbled. You know, the problem with Peter was uh, not that he wasn't a holy guy. He was a very holy guy. But he, uh, he had an issue with pride. And he didn't see that. There was a blind spot. And after his denial, he was so humiliated uh, that it actually was good for him. It, was, it humbled him. And uh, it brought him closer to the truth, closer to reality. And that blind spot was gone. And so we see a St. Peter who's very uh, confident, not in uh, himself, but in the grace of God and in his vocation. And he's taking a very strong leadership role here as he and the other apostles and the early disciples await the day of Pentecost. And this is what we await as well. We're going to be celebrating that tonight and tomorrow. And uh, so here we are, we're waiting with the apostles. Let's imagine ourselves with them. Only 120 people. That's it. 120 people. But they know and they have faith and they have confidence that from these 120 people, okay, which might fill up, I don't know, maybe this quarter of the church, right? It's not a lot of people. From these people, 120 people, the whole world is going to be evangelized and become Christian. Think about the kind of faith and awesome confidence and and feeling and anticipation of, of great mighty works of God, that they were there and they were totally dedicated, praying for that that first novena. All they were doing was praying all day long, waiting for the day of Pentecost, obeying the word of Christ, who they saw with their own eyes send to heaven. And they're obedient to his word and they're waiting for this power with which they're going to be clothed from on high, so that they might become witnesses to the truth of Jesus Christ the whole world over. And they choose Matthias because Judas, having killed himself, now the number 12 is 11. Well, we can't have that. We've got to have someone to fill in so that the number can be brought to the fullness, which is 12. Now, why 12? Why 12? 
12 because there's 12 tribes of Israel. The 12 apostles understood themselves as, uh, according to the word of our Lord, who said, you will sit on the 12, on 12 thrones judging the 12 tribes of Israel. They saw themselves as the new leaders of Israel. They were Israel reconstituted and brought back to its original foundation, that which God wanted it to be. That for which God chose a holy people right from the beginning. It was them. That's they understood. These twelve, these 120, the mother of Christ was in their midst, quiet, silent, humble, holier beyond anybody's conception, praying for the coming of the Holy Spirit, and they were still in contact with their Lord Jesus Christ by just touching Mary, because she is the one who supplied the, the, the precious flesh of Jesus. And they're in anticipation. They know that they are Israel reconstituted. That just like on Mount Sinai, the fire, the wind came and gave the word of God. So they were going to be empowered with fire, with the wind of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost. They were going to be given the word of God to bring to the whole world. Uh, to think about kind of the dedication that they had, leaving, forsaking everything, being completely dedicated to one purpose, not being distracted, not being attached to anything, giving up poverty, giving up marital relations. This is the first really kind of form of religious life. They had all things in common. They gave up their private property. And to think that we would be numbered amongst them, how awesome of a privilege is that, to be numbered with the saints from time immemorial, going back to Mount Sinai, all the way up to the Cenacle, where these holy 120 people gathered, that we would be numbered amongst them. Let us, too, also have that kind of zeal, that dedication, that focus, and so be counted worthy of that uh, membership.